Shout out to Kobe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, shout out to Kobe. 81. <laughs> Brian, you see it. <laughs> and then he shouts out Kobe. That's crazy. Yeah. But nah, right, but a dude, a dude wanting to be a Mamba Sita is crazy. That is crazy. That's not all right. I'm just like. All right, Shout all right. Oh. What is going on, yeah. everyone? What's going on? Much love to Vanessa yeah. Bryant. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace, Kobe. Rest in peace, Gigi. Respect, respect. Sure. Uh, welcome, welcome everyone, to Talk Your Ish, episode eight. As usual, we got Skins over here representing the East. We got Said DJ representing <laughs> Toxic Sports' is bike. And speaking of, speaking of back. Khalil be back next week. Yeah, he will. Yep, yep, yep. So for you Khalil fans, he will be back next week. So uh, we got DJ got no over fans. here. <laughs> what do <did> he say? <laughs> you, you know he gonna come with that smoke next week. <laughs> uh, DJ representing the West. How you doing, DJ? I'm good. West, highly favorite. Good, good, good. And, of course, this is Scorsese, a.k.a. TJ. We are back with another week, and this is a pretty interesting week. So uh, before anything, we appreciate you, fans. Thank you so much. I, I do see the love now. It's 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 been received by us. We see it. So we, we only ask that you continue to support us. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe to our content. Uh, again, we do have a brand-new Discord. You know, go ahead and, you know, Jump in there, hop in there. I will provide that link. Uh, but without further ado, let's go ahead and jump in it, boys. Uh, the NFL draft. Yes, What's sir. your takeaways? What's your takeaways? Area. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it was it was a overall, you know what I'm saying? I would call it a decent draft. It's not one of those like breakout years where you have a bunch of uh, um, phenoms coming in the uh, totally. NFL. Totally but it, you have you have what you would call a, a a plethora of solid players coming in. What they will do in the NFL is, you know, what I'm saying, time will tell. Right. Um. Uh, a few few takeaways that I had. Uh, I like the fact that Chicago was able to end up with Justin Fields because I felt like my team should have picked him, but you know, oh, we didn't. Jesus, right. We, we, we went with someone that I, I guess we felt was capable enough. Yeah. And, uh, and he is. He is. I also like the um, the fact that uh, the Giants, you know, they stepped back. Because I felt like even if the Giants would have uh, picked, they drafted someone, they would have they made a bad choice. So the fact that, that they traded their choice, for uh, future picks, you know what I'm saying I, I appreciate that. I, I like that one. Okay, okay. So, man, for me, I honestly think this was one of the best drafts, or this will go down as one of the best drafts we had in like 20, 30 years. Really? Definitely. Well, definitely the last ten to fifteen. Like just some of the names off the back. I think Cal Pitts gonna be crazy. Jamar Chase, uh, J.C. Horn gonna be a dog on defense. The Bears with Justin Fields. Okay, I'm I'm mad the Niners didn't get him, but once I got over that, the Bears with Justin Fields, they they've had a top five defense for the last five years. They've just mm-hmm. always been missing a quarterback. So not only are they getting a quarterback, they're getting 
to me, what I think is the second best quarterback in this year's draft class, and he's ready to go right now. So I think just like, don't be surprised if the Bears are in the playoffs second round this year because to me he's that dynamic. And what a lot of people are forgetting is Mitch Trubisky went to the playoffs his rookie year with the Bears. They was just trashed after that, but they still went to the playoffs his rookie year. So if, if uh, what is it, Matt Nagy can do some of those same plays that he was doing with uh, Trubisky. That could work. That could work. So I, I definitely like what the Bears did. The Cowboys, I like what they did. Michael Parsons, I think, gonna be crazy at linebacker. Mm-hmm. And then, man, just real quick, uh, Najee Harris. Shout out to the Bay Area. He's from Antioch. He went to Antioch, California, which is kind of not too far from where I am. Um, the Jags with Travis Etienne picking him up for uh, Trevor Quince, Trevor Quince, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, that was his running back in college. So I just think it's a lot of players that's really. I think it's like 10 to 15 players that's going to be Hall of Famers from this draft. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. The, the funny thing is, um, even though Mac Jones was picked at 15, I still – the scary thing to me, I feel like he's going to be Tom Brady like. You know what? Like, I don't want to – I didn't want to want to manage – it was something about that walk outside, out to the to the, to the podium. Like, I'm, about to show, I'm gonna show you, like, motherfuckers. I say, that. yo, and and, and <laughs> it's some. I, I'm gonna tell you this: when I when I first saw Tom Brady, I didn't like him as a quarterback. He, you know, what I'm saying he won my respect and and my my admiration. So I feel like Mac Jones is about to do the same thing. I don't like him, I, but he's about to win my admiration and my respect. It's okay. kind of cliche. Everybody been saying it on the TVs, but I do think all the quarter out of the five top quarterbacks that was being talked about, I do think they all landed in the perfect spot. Like you know, Trey Lance coming to the Niners, Mac Jones ended up with the Patriots, and then uh, Justin Fields with the Bears. I think that he couldn't have went to no better place except maybe the Niners. But if the Niners wasn't gonna pick him, then the Bears I think is a hell of a place for him. And then the other two, obviously Lawrence and uh, uh, Zach Wilson. So I really think they all, all five of them, are going to be successful. Listen, uh, I, I thought Denver was going to go ahead and uh, pick up Justin Fields, but I, the first round, I, first I, round, it was right there at nine. I was yeah. like, what are they doing? But don't you have that that young quarterback that that you just um you started last season? Yeah, they got Drew Locke, and they got uh, they just traded for Teddy Bridgewater, so they do got Teddy Bridgewater still, but. I'm not. I'm not confident with them. Listen, uh, I'm not, not at all. Not when Justin Fields sitting right there. You don't do that. Just yeah. <laughs> but overall, I saw that the Broncos kind of up their defensive line and their offensive line uh, got a couple of safeties. So I'm. I'm all for it. They're trying to be all around. You know, in a sense, average. You know, but I, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing how um, the 49ers are this season. They. Oh, they, they they, they look interesting. Um, no, actually, I was just talking about this with somebody, not even just the Niners. Like, think about it. I don't know about y'all, but since I've been watching football, I can't remember a year where if you stop and think, there's something intriguing about every single NFL team going into the year. And it's something that's like, all right, I'm, I'm going to watch them just because, like, I can't think of one team that I wouldn't watch this year. Just even, like, the weakest teams, the Jags, oh, I no. see Trevor no. Lawrence. I got a, I got a few teams saying? that like, I, I, would, I wouldn't watch. Who name one and I'll give you a reason to watch. Except the Texans. the Texans. Okay, look, even the Texans, I'm not saying they're gonna be good. I'm saying the intrigue around them. I, the they're Chargers. not gonna be good, but, but okay. Chargers, huh, yeah, yeah. 
Y'all, 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 wow. I ain't gonna lie. The Texans, people gonna watch to see how they play after the Deshaun Watson aftermath. You know what I'm saying? So it's, they're gonna be interesting to see, like, all right, let me just, I'm not gonna watch every game, but you might catch, stop, catch yourself watching the game just to see what they're doing after Deshaun Watson. And then the Chargers, you crazy. The Chargers gonna, might make the playoffs this year with Justin Herbert. Who? You crazy. They, they quarterback. What you mean, who? Who? He's crazy. Justin Herbert is, is nice. You better go back Listen, and check it, it I'm not saying that he's not talented, but you got to understand, as long as he's in divisions with Russell Wilson, it's not – Russell Wilson, you mean Patrick Mahomes? I mean, yeah. Not Patrick Mahomes, my fault. But no, as long as he's in, 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 in conferences where he has to battle phenoms like that, you're going to have a hard time. And I, I don't really – don't get me wrong. I don't I just don't feel like the – the Chargers have the star power. The Texans have the st- the star power, or you know what I'm saying. They have the quarterback to to keep my attention on that game. Chargers got the quarterback, but I'm I hear you with the Texans though. Texans don't even got like the quarterback. To me, the Texans was more so just like a just because of what happened with Deshaun Watson. Just to well, see, like I, right. I didn't I didn't watch the Cleveland Browns until um oh boy got over there uh Baker yeah yeah. Ba- yeah. Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I wasn't really watching them because I, I. It's watching the Cleveland game is like watching an automatic loss for Cleveland. Thanks. Well, not no more. That's what I'm saying. Not no more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's changed that that whole idea of Cleveland being a losing team year in and year out. I know Absolutely. what you're saying, though, DJ, with, with the re, it's like a resurgence for the whole NFL. Like, it, it's got shaken up yeah. to where now you you, you have like, a reason to look at each and every play, uh, each and every team now, you know, for some yeah, reason. Like, whether they're going to be good or bad, it's just right. something intriguing around them to watch. Like, I think, right. and then as far as good or bad, like, if you look at a lot of the talent around the league, I think it's turning to, the NFL is turning to, like, the NBA as far as, it's so many good players on, on every team that damn near every team has the possibility to be good, maybe minus one or two. But if you think like even like the Arizona Cardinals, right, they might finish fourth in their division, but they still might be nine and eight. With, you know what I'm saying? Like a pretty yeah. solid team this year. Mm-hmm. So even though it's fuck the Cardinals, you know, as a Niner fan, I was just giving them as an example for some reason. <laughs> I ain't repping no red over here, so nah, I'm I'm good. I'm not that bird gang. <laughs> I used to like the Cardinals because uh, I had a, like a, a distant relative playing for them. Oh, for real? That's what's up. I ain't gonna lie, I, distant relative, uh, shameless little small plug. Uh, uh, Davis White on the Bills. That's my uncle's. Word? That's my uncle's wife's nephew. Yeah, my NTD. Shout out to my NT and my. I had an uncle that played for the uh, Cardinals, uh, I believe, for the offensive line. So, uh, shout out and rest in peace to Johnny Gillespie. You know, he he was a good one. He was a good one. Absolutely. Representing that South Side, South you know, Side. I got like a, a third cousin on my mother's side. He plays for the Rams. Leonard, Leonard Floyd. Oh, yeah. Leonard I know. Floyd. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, man, it's football. Football gonna be interesting this year. I can't wait for it. I can't wait. Well, in regards to football, let's go ahead and transition over to basketball because we got a lot, a lot for basketball. Let me start by congratulating and apologizing to my city, 
Psalms <laughs> are number one in that's, the that's West. Real. Uh, really uh, 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 wow! Yeah, sharing number one with Utah right now. <laughs> but they, I think they hold the tiebreaker. Hold your horses, Utah. huh? I think they just beat Utah. They might hold the tiebreaker. Nah, they beat Utah yesterday. But um, then um, oh, did the Phoenix game finish tonight? Uh, I didn't yeah. check. They they on their way to loss. So yeah, they on their okay. way to a loss right yeah. now. Hey, no hey, matter fact. Fun. I take that back. Yeah, no, no, the yeah, it's it's about to be uh, no, tied for number one. Oh, it's about win. to be yeah. it's about to be forty six and eighteen apiece, Utah and, and and Phoenix, if they can hold that that lead for the next sixteen seconds. This is mm-hmm. crazy. This is crazy. Yeah, though, the Suns, the Suns is balling, man. They playing a lot, Facts. a lot better than what I could ever thought they would this year. Shout out, that man, Chris Paul, got them playing hard. I can't even say nothing. That is, this is crazy. This is crazy. Yeah. You and you they, know what a they, lot of they, people they got several players balling. You got Devin, Devin Booking balling. You got mm-hmm. uh, DeAndre balling. You got uh, Mikael Bridges balling. Mikael Bridges they, balling. They, they yes, all really. averaging doubles. Cam, double Cameron numbers, Johnson, you know Cam Johnson, and campaign balling. Mm-hmm. Shout out and to you. Know, I think what a lot of people. I, I never a lot thought of people, I'd say that. <laughs> Where a lot of people want to diss them at and not give them their credit is saying like, oh, they don't have the experience when it gets to the playoffs. I actually think that's that's a valid concern. But at the same time, Chris Paul has had enough experience for all them boys. He, he's the type of leader that can say, get on my back. I'm a carrier. They got players on the bench that got you playoff experience. Jay Crowder. I mean, Jay Crowder, yeah, he's been to the finals. Jay Crowder and Sarek has been to the playoffs as well. But mm-hmm. even still, like, overall, as, as, like, a whole team, they don't have much. But my point is saying, like, I think Chris Paul, in that situation, because he's so ball dominant and because he's such a uh, – like, he's such an impactful leader, I, I think he can just be like, I've been there for us. You know what I'm saying? I ain't been to the finals, but I've been in big games. So get on my back. When I hit you in that corner, just be ready. You know what I'm saying? So – I think I think the Suns could be live to go to the finals. I'm not really ready to. Ah, you wilding. <clears throat> you are wild. That's you. you are, that is you only okay. you. Are, you okay, are so that's a good segue. Marijuana. That's a good segue. That's a good segue. You did are you see the Lakers with LeBron back? Did you, you see you the really Lakers? Think, you think? Did you think? You think the Suns could beat Denver? Or, or uh, I think the uh, Suns could beat Denver right now with no with no Jamal Murray, even though they're still balling and they haven't lost a step because Michael Porter Jr. has stepped up. I think they could beat them though. I don't. I, I don't just got Denver in front of Phoenix like that without Jamal Murray. No, that's a toss up. Okay, that's a, that's a toss up. And did you see the Lakers with LeBron returning against the Kings the other night? I yes, don't know. I don't know. But, I don't but, know. but you, hey, you know that, that, that I took from one, that. that I, I took that, away the fact the, that I ahead. took away the fact that LeBron was saying, you know, hey, I may not ever be a hundred percent after this injury now you think about it though lebron is is tactical. what did i say he's smart what did i say in the group chat what did i say he could just be saying that the troll you know he could no, just be saying he's not that. trolling he's not trolling i'm gonna tell you he's he, lebron looked around lebron took a look <laughs> he took a good look around the nba and you and know what he, he said you what know he said he seen a big bad team in Brooklyn and said, hmm, "I might not be able to beat them." He seen the team. He seen that team right across the hallway and said, hmm, "Might not be able to beat them." 
He seen that team in, in, in Phoenix and said, you know what? That damn Chris Paul, I might not be able to beat them. So let me go ahead and build in this excuse real quick. Because, you know, you know. Yeah, let me, let me get this excuse ready. Let me go ahead and get this excuse. Mr. Narrative King, what did I tell y'all in the group chat? Just, just a month ago, it was, the storm is coming. <sighs> the storm is coming. So what you're trying to, to say, you trying what to say LeBron. To the, storm? the storm, the storm got put out. <laughs> you trying to say, you trying to say LeBron hit him with the I, I, I'm only human. I'm not perfect. Hey, no. Oh, right, right, right. hey, look, look, My, hey, man, Rome, I, I, Rome wasn't built in a day. I get old too. LeBron trying to throw it out. I'm getting old. You know, I may not recover. Why would you say a storm is coming? So listen, if we all humans here, we all gonna think with our. Let's just be smart. He said yeah, the storm is coming. He was trying to say, don't worry, me and AD is coming back and we finna get right back on track and we finna get start serving again. Is that what he was saying? Yes. But and after but, his first game back, oh, I don't know. I may never be 100% the rest of this year. Why not? Nigga, you just missed eight. Uh, excuse my language. Not nigga. Why not, you know, LeBron? You, say you, you know you I'm just, getting up there in age now. You know, you I've, just I've been missed, in the league. You just missed 20 games. I've been in the why, league. Why won't you be? Why won't because you I've be? been in the league for oh, years. Oh, that was the man. softest of ankle sprains if I've, I've I ever been, seen. I've been, been giving it 110 I, I sacrificed my hairline. I sacrificed my hairline for this. I sacrificed my hairline, all my ball spots for this. You know, shout he sacrificed out to, everything. Shout out to Khalil. Look, hey, his, his, son, his son can't even get better because LeBron ain't got time to help him right now. His son just as weak as ever right now. Boys, the little brownie can't get better for counting on it right now. You know, we be smoking that Laker pack right now. You know what I'm talking about? Where he at? Yeah, uh, I may not be a hundred percent the rest of the season. Well, you might want to, cause cause it ain't. Don't, don't depend on AD. <laughs> don't depend on AD. And guess what? I don't want to hear no excuses, LeBron. None. 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 Yo, that that picture you sent in the group chat of they knees, I, that was a bad look right there. I was like, yeah, yeah that don't that don't look like championship <laughs> knees right there. No, it don't. Knees, knees it, don't. It, it, it looked like it looked like knees of a failing year. Right, that look that look like knees of four zero in the finals. That's what that look like. <laughs> I'm telling you, hey man, it's just. But all, all jokes aside, though, I literally cannot stand how LeBron does that, bro. Like real quick, I cannot stand. It. He's the most calculated superstar we've ever had when it comes to the next what he says and what he does, what he gives to the media. Right? He like, knew like to thank he, his PR team. Oh, for sure, LeBron. Bro, pop it up. Top it up, round of applause. The GM, the GM, and and the PR, Brian, both of them, LeBrons, they be in their bag, boy. That the GM, bro, the GM, LeBron, and and the PR, LeBron, they make sure that 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 image and boy, he picks his teams just better than better than any GM I've ever seen, boy. I promise you, we gotta give it up to LeBron in certain aspects, boy. He know what he doing, like he know that. Now that he said that, the minute they lose to the Nets, or even if they don't make it, it's going to be LeBron was not 100%, and he told us that back in May. That's what they're going to say. Guaranteed. Mark my words. I mean, I think they also will say that, you know what I'm saying, certain teams, basically, they stack the cards against them to make no. sure that they, that there wouldn't be a chance. 
But I'm not trying to hear that because coming into the season, the Lakers were the overwhelming favorite because of their team, because of how stacked yeah. they were. We didn't they think were nobody had a chance. They're right. They were stacked first. It was they. Oh. They starting lineup was the exact same from last year. We thought they was the overwhelming favorite because of they bench, because they went and got Mark Gasol, because they went and got Montrez Hill, because they went and got Dennis Shooter, because they went and got uh uh Wesley Matthews, because they now they didn't got Andre Drummond. Like they got Cal Kuzma. These are six players that can start somewhere off the bench. Not trying to hear it. None. There's no excuse for Lakers. Then nobody, I'm not, I don't care what Brooklyn did. The Lakers are still the Brooklyn of the West. They are the overwhelming stacked team. No excuses. It just don't look as good now because the Nets said, ah, I see what you did. I'm gonna raise you one. It just don't look as stacked, but it's still stacked. Don't do that. No excuses. Yeah. No excuses. You know, we all about smoking all right. Lakers. We, we we could make an argument that say that's stacked. But I put it like this: the type of the type of player LeBron is. In hindsight, some would say, "Oh, AD is a good addition to the team." I don't think AD is a good addition to LeBron. He is. I'm not, I... no, he's if, not. No, hold if on. You hold look, on. If you on look that. at Expand the history, if yeah. you look at the history of LeBron, LeBron has excelled and executed with smaller LeBron. guards feeding off of him. So mm. Wade. Kyrie. Yeah. Even Mo Williams had his best year with LeBron them early years in Cleveland. Mo Williams. When mm. don't get me wrong, the, the, the even the in Norris Cole. The only, the only superstar player, the, well, the two superstar players that I say LeBron played with that he had some type of chance with was Bosch and Shaq. But he, you know what I'm saying? He did things with Bosch because well, that well, was a triple threat, you know what I'm saying, between Wade, Bosch, and, and well, LeBron. And that was gonna work regardless, right? Shaq. When he was with Shaq, Shaq was already over the hill. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Shaq couldn't really do much to be effective. But it proved that, you know what I'm saying? In my opinion, LeBron is a big man. Even though he can move, like, you know what I'm saying, a small shooting guard. I get what you're saying. His he's impact, a big his man. impact comes so from, like, a big You man. put in another big man. As his one, as his Robin. It kind of smothers his movement. Because now you have to focus on that that especially if that big man is not is more offensive than defensive, you have to focus on both of them getting the ball as opposed to LeBron getting the ball and that guard feeding off LeBron to you know even even to add on to I actually agree with you. I agree with you one hundred percent. And even to add on to that, I think that's why you see the games that Anthony Davis is not shooting the ball well, they really struggle. Because LeBron needs him to be able to shoot the ball well to clear that paint. If AD not shooting well, that means he's in the paint trying to score from the paint, which clogged the paint for LeBron, meaning LeBron has to now turn into a shooter all game, which he can shoot the ball. Don't get me wrong. LeBron can shoot, but he's not a shooter. So if you're making him shoot all game, you actually win it with LeBron. Mm-hmm. So you have, that's, actually, that's actually a good point. And which makes me think, like, if LeBron and AD don't win it this year, I think they might break up. Not in the sense of, like, I don't know. Actually, Anthony Davis just signed that contract. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. No, I, I, I don't see that. I, I see um, LeBron trying to add another chess piece that he he might sacrifice a few players that, like I said, he they just recently added to the team just yeah. to get another one more star player. But here's the thing. Here's the thing with that. Those players that they added, they can't use those guys as trade pieces because they only signed one-year deals. Montrezl Harrell signed a one-year deal. Marcus mm-hmm. signed a one-year deal. Dennis Shooter signed a yeah, one-year I, deal. I mean, All these it's, deals, it's, 
it's not necessarily the trade, but if they signed the one year deal, it's to not re-sign them. Oh, and, true. And, money and, up the yeah, books. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Figure out yeah. how to to acquire, you know what I'm saying, a star to the team. Because you yeah. have you have a bunch of people that sign one year, you know what I'm saying, one year deals and believe it or not, of, you have a bunch of freed up money now after that one year. Believe it or not, I actually after watching them play, at first, when they first got Andre Drummond, I didn't think that was going to be, like, I didn't think that was going to work as far as LeBron, AD, and Andre Drummond. But I actually like Andre Drummond with them. I think if, once they let Shooter walk and let Montrez Hill walk, if they're able to pick up a solid guard that's out there, I would say Cal Larry, but in my opinion, he's not offensive, uh, he's not offense-orientated enough to, to make that work with LeBron, so that he needs more of a scoring guard, like you was just saying. But if they're there to me, they they just a, a a solid guard away from having like a big four, like with the, whoever that guard is, LeBron, AD, and Andre Drummond, that could work. But for now, that's not going to work this year, and there's nothing they can do this year as far as adding adding that piece. So it's over this year. To me, they at the trade deadline, they missed their opportunity to win a, a ring this year after seeing what the Nets had. Like you can't see what the Nets did and think, all right, we're cool just getting Andre Drummond. That's not enough to go against them boys oh, harder. Bro. You're absolutely right on that. You know what I'm saying? Like we seen, we seen that uh, that game earlier today with KD and, and Giannis going back and forth. Bro, you know what I was thinking that the whole time I'm watching that game, mm. they don't even got James Harden. The, the the Bucks struggling like this, and and the Nets don't even got James Harden. Like that's another player who finna come drop thirty and eleven. Like. The Bucks is going all, and, and you know that that's what the Nets got to be thinking. Like, bro, we doing, we y'all struggling, and we don't even got our second best player, arguably our best player on some nights. So, like, who gonna beat that? And and to me, if you a team that actually think you have a chance to beat it, that's why I do respect the Bucks. I know I'm kind of going on a tangent, but I do respect the Bucks for that because to me, the Bucks they signing everybody that come off the waivers. Like they they looking yeah. at it like look it's it's gonna be hard to beat the Nets so whoever we can pick up let's sign them sign them PJ Tucker sign them uh, Drew Holiday sign them get them over here because we're gonna need people. So, well, I, you know. I definitely think the the Bucks definitely trying to make it past the second round in the playoffs, but they understand with the team they had they had you know what I'm saying minus the waivers the, the waiver signings they wasn't gonna get it done so no. Nah. You know that they had to they had to definitely add people to the, the war chest to make, the, make but, a decent playoff run and and possibly see you know that. Saying, take it to a seven games in the in the quarter I mean semifinals. Facts. And that's why basketball is so psychological and, and such a mental game because now both teams, right? Like you look at it, the Bucks walking away, they gotta be thinking, damn, we just did all that. And like I said, they don't got James Harden. And the Nets is thinking, man, if we see them in a, if we see them in a series, they just struggle like that, bro. And we finna add James Harden to this. We good, we good. You know what I'm saying? So, and just having that small piece of 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 advantage in your mind, whether that's a real advantage or not, mentally it is, and that shit matters. So it's gonna be it's the second round. I think the second round of both playoffs, the East and the West, yeah. is gonna be. Crazy, it was like it you got to get down to four teams. Right. It's gonna be one team on the outside looking in of both conferences, and then just the four teams that actually do make it. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be and, crazy. And I, I would say on the West, just the whole playoff run 
is going to be interesting mm-hmm. because oh yeah, it's, it's up in the air. I mean, we kind of have a suspected outcome on the east. But mm-hmm. the West is just right. like a, the wild, wild West. So it is. I'm be, definitely going to be locked in on on mm-hmm. all the games on the West Coast. And to be completely honest, it's not far. Like it's not far fetched right now. So the the Lakers and the uh, Trailblazers right now are only a game apart from each other on the sixth and seventh. If the Lakers lose and the Blazers win, and actually the Blazers just won tonight. Mm-hmm. Um. The Lakers could fall to the seventh seed, and we could have a scenario where the Lakers Warriors is in a play-in game. Boy, would I love nothing more than a one-game, a one-game play-in with all the state, all the pressure on LeBron and none on Steph Curry. Oh man, that that would be. But just even just looking at the play-in possible teams, we could have John Morant versus uh, Dame Lillard, Steph Curry versus Dame Lillard, possibly. So it's gonna be some good games, even just at the play-in level. So the, the playoffs this year is going to be crazy. Even on the East, with uh, the Wizards is in the tenth seed. J- uh, Bradley Beal, John, and uh, Westbrook. Mhm. Mhm. So, yeah, man, it's going. It's, it's some good, some good uh, basketball coming in our near couple of weeks. Couple of weeks. So let let me ask you guys a question. Um, just recently, uh, Jason Tatum scored sixty points, uh, career high. And I start looking around. I think Michael Porter Jr., uh, if I remember right, I think he did over uh, 40 points. Kevin Kevin Porter Jr. on the Thank Rockets. you. He just, he just scored 50. Baller. All right. Thank you. Baller. So I start noticing, but then maybe it's just become the norm. That's why no one really talks about it. Do you guys feel like 40 points a game is considered the norm when maybe back in the days, maybe like early 90s or so, 20 points, 30 points. Hell, 30 points was considered, you know, a feat on in no, the zone. Right. Even 20 still. 20 was like 10 years ago, scoring 20 points was still a, a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't I mean, look, I, mean I, I, I understand a good thing, but I think what you're trying to get at scores is the fact that it's 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 like highlighted. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, a certain player scores 45. Like back, I would say back, back when you know what I'm saying. I was a, a sports fanatic back in like I would say the, the mid '90s, late '90s. Mm-hmm. Jordan, Jordan scored in scoring 45, like was talked about for for days and weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, right now, like we we you talking about where a player might score 40 or he might score 50, and it's 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 considered you know what I'm saying not so 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 much of a feat. Because it seems the norm. It seems like there's yeah. always a player scoring forty or more, mm-hmm. I'm saying on any given week. And I don't. I want to say it is. It's the norm. I want to say it was the norm back then. It just. It wasn't. It wasn't so much televised or or, or like it wasn't exposed. So you might have had teams that might have not been on. You know what I'm saying? Television or. You might have teams that it was a certain player that wasn't what you would call on on a, a, a elevated exposure level, and he scored thirty some or forty some points. But because he doesn't have that exposure, he wasn't really talked about. As opposed okay. to today, where we get tons of information by the second. So you hearing about a player scoring forty, like I could get that in a in my in the news feed. 
I couldn't, I don't even have to search for that. Like, it will come to me. Well, even if you're yeah. on like a bleacher report, you're going to open and see. They're going to they gonna alert you when he had like 20, like, oh, such and such is hot. Right. right. So, but even, uh, you actually made some good points, uh, Skins, on that. Like, excuse me, as far as just it, it being more exposure right now. That's, that's So it might look like it. But I think to add to that or another thing to that, I think it's easier to score those type of 45s. And not to say that the game is necessarily easier, but I think it's more opportunity. So the game is much, much faster, so it's more possessions per 48 minutes each game. So it's more possessions. So that's giving these players more opportunity to score. And then also, as easy as it is to get to the free throw line, the game is so ticky-tack. These dudes, when they be getting 50, most of these dudes, Steph Curry don't do that. Shout out to Curry. Curry's not like these other dudes. When Curry get his 50s, he has five and six free throws. But anyways, when a lot of these dudes is going off like that, they got 15, That's 16 free throws. 12 threes. Like. So you should honor that, and it should be a better thing as I'm, I'm doing it without free throws. So I'm doing it without Because you're shooting threes? You, you getting faster? You get faster to 50 because you're shooting threes? From, it's not that I'm getting faster. I'm from, getting there more efficient. Court? I'm getting there more efficient. It's a it's you a different listen. You wait, know. what? Wait. Steph Curry shooting the ball before the defense even get to him. You're like, That's ah, not- get it off, no. but it goes in. That's what people love about because Steph Curry, his hand eye coordination is so. He don't even look at the bucket no more. He don't even look at the bucket no more. He just shoots. I just want hold on, I just want and, the fans. And I, and I really know. want to call it muscle memory. That's what it really is. It's muscle it, memory. That's exactly what it is. If you watch all his documentaries, it's, that's why he it's shoots so well. Memory. But I want the fans to know. It's not me bringing up Curry in the words, but I'm going to defend him. So, and, so here we go. So here we go. It's, do you realize, did he not just bring you, up Curry? Yes, he did. Did I bring up Curry? A, no, 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 no. Nope, he brought quick, up Curry. It was a quick thing. It was a quick thing. I was saying it and just moving on. Then you said something and tried to stay there. So now we're here. So now let me say this, you know what I'm saying? Do you realize why he has to shoot it before the defense gets to him? Because they send three players at him every time down court. I have to shoot it this far out because this is where y'all not worried about me at. This is where y'all think y'all can relax. And guess what? They still can't even relax when he's at half court. But anyways, anyways, let's continue. I think that is I think that is easier. Like I was saying, it's, it's easier. These dudes get to the free throw line a lot. It's a lot of fouls being called. And along, like you were saying, with the three-point shot, a lot of these dudes shoot a lot of threes, too. So they get into these points. It's, it's more opportunity for dudes to score those type of points. You know, so I think that is why we see an influx in this, all this scoring. Yeah, and the only ahead. reason... W- go ahead. Go, go ahead, ahead. Go ahead. Well, no, I was going to say... Just... Re- <laughs> go ahead. Uh, go ahead, Skiz. <laughs> I just wanted to say, um, you know what I'm saying? Just to wrap up, you know what I'm saying, basically what we were both saying, the the 40-point games is kind of a is 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 kind of a normal thing. Yes. But at the same time, because of the era we in, it's it's highlighted where you it, back then it was happening the same, I would say the same amount of uh, uh, rate as far as nah, it was. Cause think about think about Iverson. Iverson at at one point he averaged more than thirty two points a game. He averaged like thirty four. But but I think I, I see. So but I think you missing here what you what you saying right here though. 
would I disagree? You saying I don't think it ha- happens as much because you naming Allen Iverson. I think in but today's I can name game, other players. Any, with, I'm just saying you he, can't. He was you can't a name constant. Any Joe Schmo. He was you a can't constant. Name any Joe Schmo that was dropping forty though. And I think in today's Not game, on regular, anybody I'm, on any team can, no, can go drop. See, 40. I, that's where I disagree. I don't think everybody's dropping forty. You have certain players that can drop forty. Not ev- I, I don't got think. You. You know, you understand what I'm saying? It's a, it's, right. a, it's a difference between everybody. So you, yeah, and then you got you got certain players that yeah, just like if it was NBA Jam, he's on fire, right? So right, 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 why right, right, right. why would why would we deny him the ball when he's on fire? He can't miss exactly. right now. Exactly. You know what I'm saying so, and that's what separate the truly. That's what separate the greats from just guys who could really just ball like like right. like let's say you know Dame Lillard, Steph Curry, LeBron, Joel Embiid. Since he was just on the screen, Joel Embiid. Those dudes do that every single night, and we just used to it. We just used to KD and Giannis dropping thirty or forty, right. as opposed to if somebody else did it, it's gonna be like, oh damn, did you see Kevin Porter Jr. drop fifty? Because we right. ain't used to seeing that. And by the way, but real quick before we get off of this, I just want to say the Rockets are one of the luckiest franchises I think ever to, to go from looking like the whole world is, is over for after trading James Harden, looking like y'all about to suck for the next 30 years to land a Kevin Porter jr. Who plays exactly like James Harden, who could ultimately end up being James Harden in a couple of years. If they just, if they haven't played like that kid is literally James Harden all over again. And you landed him for dirt cheap. The Cleveland Cavaliers released him, and or they they gave him up for like a second round pick and some some cash, and that kid is a baller. The only reason they gave him up was because he got into some off the court trouble and he kept getting in trouble off the court. But this is second year and it looked like he's finding his way in the, off the court now. And you seeing the the potential that this dude really got and his his ceiling is James Harden all the way. So I, I just think know. the Rockets spent. Now I understand what you're saying, DJ, but I don't know no. if I would necessarily if I'm if I'm Kevin Porter Jr. I don't know if I necessarily like that comparison. You yeah. know why? You you may not like it because of Hard, the situation. Hard it, like for, let's as, say- as much listen for as much as people talk about Harden, and I, I will say this: Harden backs up his skill, but you ain't got no ring, brother. Look how many years you've been in the league without a ring. I hear what you're saying, like, like, so for Kevin Porter, it may not be a good thing that people compare you to that because it's like you're just gonna get a lot of numbers and no ring. But I'm, I'm saying in a sense of skill wise, like they landed another player who, like, I'm just saying, like, skill wise though, they landed another player who's just as skillful and really looked like he's just as good as James Harden. Now, will he just dribble, 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 shoot and never win a ring? I don't. That's that's remains to be seen. But I think just. Like as far as being a crafty lefty and can get to like he he's just like James Harden on all three levels. He gets to the bucket, he gets fouled, he makes you foul him. He's slow, he's fast, he can he's sneaky, can dunk on you. You know what I'm saying? So he got the Euro step. I know he may not like the comparison, but it's there all the way. And it's it's unfortunate if he don't like it, but yeah. I'm do I'm saying it as a compliment. That I'm saying James Harden as a compliment. That kid is a baller. Shout out to the Rockets fans for landing another player like that. And shout out to Kevin Porter Jr. for staying focused and off the court. And finally his hard work is paying off. Right. I, I wanted the Warriors to get him. I'm mad as fuck the Warriors didn't get him. Hey. Never say never. And in the future's yeah. <laughs> the future's always there. You know what I'm saying? He might be on Houston today. He might be at the Warriors tomorrow. No, we do. (laughs) 
I mean, if well, if he's hard and like, then he, yeah, he's going to end up leaving. <laughs> yeah, I can't get it. I can't get it done with this team. I'm out of here. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good shot. Listen, DJ, I want I wanted to bring it up since you were just talking about Curry earlier. Did you see your boy in the latest gear? Oh yes, sir. The Bombacitas. Shout out yes. to Vanessa Bryant. Shout out to uh, uh, rest in peace, Kobe. Rest in peace, Gianna Bryant. Uh, happy birthday, happy fifteenth birthday to Gianna, Gianna Bryant. That's why. That's actually why the uh, clothing line was released right uh, on that day or whatever because it was her birthday. Correct. Correct. So, I just uh, Warriors organization is is real is stand uh, stand up organization for that for doing that. And just that was dope. So, so for the rest of the audience that doesn't know Vanessa Bryant, uh, widow of the late great Kobe Bryant. Uh, she just released a clothing line called Mamacita. And, you know, if you went on the internet, you saw Steph Curry rocking it. You know, it looked nice and everything. However, if you look at the cost, the price Woo! is high. I forgot about that. Hey, wait a minute. Why did well, wait, I forget about wait, that? Well, that? Wait a minute. We talking about it yesterday. Hold on. Now, hold on, because you was wilding in the group chat. So I got to bring it back a little bit, and I got to say, we gotta make it clear for the world. Now, now I'm, let the me ask y'all a question. Hold, all hold on, hold proceeds, <laughs> all the proceeds go to the foundation. Okay, I don't give a fuck. Where the proceeds? Let me ask y'all a question because I I didn't look. I didn't go look. How much does the how much does the clothes cost? I'm Fair. glad you said. I'm kids. looking right now for the kids. Two twenty four. Hold on. I would tell you the cheapest thing. The cheapest thing right now, which is sold out, is the black. Mambasita mask, COVID mask, $24, right? The most expensive thing there is they got a purple and black adult set, $332. Now, DJ has a sweatsuit set. That's all it is. It's a hoodie and some sweats. She won $350 after taxes. Now, the kids, now the kids set, because DJ was talking about it, the kids set, $224. Now, let, let's just say you just want the hoodie for the kid. You don't even want the whole set. You just want the hoodie. $124. For Gentlemen, a as a, Bro, as a I district- can go buy an all-black. I can go buy a tie-dye hoodie. I swear to God, I can go buy a tie-dye hoodie. I can go homie in the hood right now. I ain't in the hood. But homie, you know what I'm saying? Homie could have him type, have him do Mamba Sita right over it. Hey, hey, hey. I got and you. 50 this goes bucks. out. This, gonna, th- listen, this goes out to the viewers right now. Don't be out here making no fake Mamba Sita gear just because he, he just gave y'all the play. <laughs> Fam, yesterday I was looking at y'all sent that link. I was like, all right, let me go. I'm about to go support. You know, I'm about to go. Yeah, you, know you, how, you, ever, you ever been on a website and you've been shopping and then the price come up and sometimes it'd be two different prices. It'd be like the U.S. price or it'd be another a price from like another country. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. thought I was looking at the wrong one. So I'm like, no, nah, that can't that can't be the 224. Hell no, that can't be the I was waiting no, on somebody like, to say right, something. I got a, I got a Wait, question what? for y'all. What's, what's, yeah, the most y'all what's the most you ever spent on clothes? Like a, a piece of clothing, whether it be a, a, a sweatsuit, a hoodie, like, I mean, like, just, just, just like one outfit going to buy like a shirt and some jeans or something like 600, 700. You go to the store, go to the mall, you go spend that. But guess what? That's like from a quality place from like, and that's like some nice jeans, 
a nice, you so, know, shirt. So you, like you're trying to say Mama Cita not quality? Fam, I'm not saying my these sweats ain't worth $350. And hey, that's what they that's hey. what her if, 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 if it was some if it was some Kif sweats. I don't wear Kif. Nah. If if it was if it was Kif. some if it was listen, there's people that give me wear some unique low things. sweats. Give me some unique lows, some sweats from unique low. Unique low is like like sixty bucks, if that. Fam. That's all better right. than hundred and twenty five you know, bucks. All right. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna make the argument because I've I've spent money, like I've spent five hundred dollars on a hoodie. I've spent seven hundred dollars on sneakers. Like I've Here's done my thing. this before. I would do it if I was supporting a friend, if I was supporting no, somebody. No, not even that. Not even that. You know what I'm no, saying? One thing, one thing I, I appreciate is is creativeness. Second mm-hmm. thing I appreciate is the exclusivity. So if I know yep. I got if I got something that one will never be made again, two was a limited like drop to where if, whoever is? whoever bought and purchased. That was it. Like we, like you never seeing this again. So I respect that. Now, if that's if that's what she's doing to it with this Mama Sita drop, where you will never see Mama Sita gear in this in this aspect again, then I understand why the price point. Because this is something that even if you 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 you're, you're alarmed by the price, you could spend that money and it's an investment. Like you could resell that and make you know what I'm saying, make more money than you spent. You can, no, you can, and and it, looking at it from that angle, absolutely, that's that's one thousand percent. You can do that. I mean, and, I, I I tell you right now, that's the only reason why I buy Travis Scott sneakers. Oh, facts, facts. That's Just crazy. because of the resale value, it'd be crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm saying sometimes I, I I buy a pair a pair of, uh Travis Scott J's and and sell them for four or five times what I paid for them. Just because Absolutely. somebody really wants that size and that colorway. You are 1,000% correct. Now, here's here's my thing. What, like, what angle is she going for? Are you going for the angle that you only know, like, all right, a specific group of people are going to buy this because you can't just be. She can't just be marketing that to the everyday household. Yes. Of of a you got you no, got to think man. you got to listen. Most households, gotta, no, most no, no. households with kids is. I'm, I'm not saying most household. I'm not talking about the average person. I'm talking about the Kobe. The that she the, marked, right? Listen, a Kobe fan, a a, a the Bryant family fan. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you could you could say that the family have now garnered fans through tragedy. The death, yes. thing. So there's people that will spend that price point because no, 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 no. They, they, they. I would put it like this: me and, and I would equate it to. I, it's no different from me running in Louis Vuitton or Gucci and spending that with with people that don't even look like me. You know I'm saying so. Why would I not do that? And I know it's going to a foundation with. It's not like yeah. she she's reaping the profits off of this. She's it's going straight to charity. Where you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know good and change will come from my dollars being spent. So I always, I, you know what I'm saying? I always big that up and support. I know some people, you know what I'm saying? They're gonna have That's difficulty true. with the price point, and it's not it's not uh, catered for the average person to spend money on. But I don't think. Maybe in the future she will make an affordable line. I don't think this drop per se 
was for people, you know what I'm saying, everyday people. And, and, it was for people well, that, and not only that really either really love Kobe, Kobe to where they would spend that type of money or it is they, it's gonna sell out. Right. It's gonna sell out. No, he, that's what I was gonna say. He said it sold out. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was gonna say. At the time of this recording, every single item on that site has sold out. Right. Facts, yeah. And Kobe like, fans, I, and I'm, I put like this. That's I gonna know, happen every time she drops. I know Kobe fans that spend hundreds of dollars on Kobe merchandise, whether it be Absolutely. you know what I'm saying, Kobe hats, Kobe, you know what I'm saying, jerseys, different Kobe uh, has the, that different shirts with Kobe, Kobe on Kobe. it. Yeah, like yeah. So, so he let has, let he me definitely have that co-follow. Let let me bring this full circle and wrap it up. So based off the website, and I'm reading it verbatim off the site, it says introducing the Mamacita slash Danny Joe Limited Edition Unisex Collection, which goes back to what Skins was saying. 100% of the proceeds from the collection will support the Mama and Mamacita Sports Foundation, funded through the vision and in loving memory of Gianna Gigi Bryant. The foundation is dedicated to creating a positive impact for underserved athletes and young women in sports. And like I said, at the time of this recording, everything is gone, sold out. So that goes back to what Skins was saying, limited edition, you know, through tragedy, you're you're getting fans through this so at this point could she make another release yeah possibly dj could it be for and, a lower market definitely but the same quality as well so to speak and i guarantee you yeah. you could go you could probably go on StockX right now type in mamba sita and you'll find the clothes up there because somebody's yep. selling it yeah oh, facts facts yep and the, not for nothing, to me, like I said, I know me and Skins was having a back and forth about it. Not for nothing, I think the the hoodies is hard. Like to um, me, I, I no would doubt. rock one personally. Yeah. Yeah. I would rock. I one. mean, not not me personally. I get one for my <laughs> girl, but you know what I'm saying. The hoodies is hard. I would rock one. I would rock one. And not you, saying I'm trying to be not, a Mamba Sita. Don't get me wrong. Just, no, no disrespect. No. I love all the Mamba Sitas out there, but I'm <laughs> I'm not a Mamba Sita. Definitely gonna, definitely, uh, definitely gonna give my, give my daughter one. Yeah, when okay. she make one that says "I love the Mambasitas," I got that hoodie. I'm gonna cop that. I could actually, you know, it's funny because just real quick before we get off this, to me, after seeing this this line drop, it makes me think because I know that Nike probably, like to me, Nike has to do the right thing here. And I know, I know this is gonna to be tough for them to want to do because they probably make so much money off of this brand. They got to give up the Black Mamba brand to Vanessa, and I'm sure Nike owns the rights to that name, Black Mamba. But after seeing the Mamba Sita line, now to me it makes sense why she dropped the Kobe the the drop with Nike because now it's not like yeah. she's 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 going into that avenue of clothing and, and shoes, and now it seems like she's getting ready for like a big. I, I wouldn't be surprised if in the coming months we've seen a big time Kobe shoe release uh, outside of Nike. That's maybe something Mamba like the Black Mamba. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, right. I would right, let right. them keep Mamba. Mamba. Yeah, keep, keep that. I'm going to create some Mamba in 824 right. and we're going to yeah. run with this. Or right. or even I wouldn't be surprised if behind, because Nike, to me, Nike can't be that cold hearted behind the scenes. And if she's, I don't know, money is money is money. Money is money, and that 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 black mamba tag is gonna always make money. So maybe like you just said, mamba eight twenty four, mamba twenty four eight or something like that. I, but 
I, I do think in the coming months she's gonna drop like a Kobe line or something, which is gonna sell out in seconds. Seconds. But right. so now to me it makes sense looking back as to why they she dropped that Nike deal. Don't they have um, real quick? They have two more sneakers that's that gotta drop from Nike, right? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think it's two more so sneakers real- that gotta drop. And then it, it so real quick, I, I wanted to do an update about that. So when we broke the news a while back about the relationship ending, um, I found out the reason why is because it was creative differences. Like they still could have mm. renewed that contract, but then it goes back to what Skins is just saying about maybe there's one or two shoes left. Maybe Vanessa wasn't feeling it, whatever no, is going to come out. Well, I also heard it was something about the splits that she wasn't feeling. She didn't like the, the percentages uh, that they were given. That was another one. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. She felt like, and I, so I for guess, th- because of, you know, who he is and how much he might have did for himself, that he, he probably deserved more of the percentage as opposed to, because think about it. Kobe was who he was before he came to Nike. He was with Adidas. Correct. First. So Correct. It's not like Nike built him up like they do other players. He, he basically came self-established. He didn't really have to go with right. Nike. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I understand her, her point of view and why she might feel yeah. that they deserve, they probably deserve more. That's actually interesting. And I didn't know that's why they, it was creative differences, which further leads me to believe that there's some Kobe Kobe line something coming out soon. If, if, if they broke up due to creative differences, that tells me she's not done releasing or wanting to be done releasing Kobe things. It's just she had some some disagreements on this side. Now we finna go do it on this side. Probably it probably Did, she was probably working with creatives that Nike wasn't willing to work with. Facts. And that's that's why I feel like Black. this whole situation let's, let's put the right on the table, black creatives probably. This whole thing is not done. We're, we're going to hear about it for, for the remainder of the year. There's definitely going to be a battle between Nike and the estate once Vanessa releases some more stuff. But we got to wait to see what Nike puts out. Like, shoes is shoes. But if Nike decides to go that avenue of putting out clothing, which is kind of similar or kind of mocks that name of Mamba or Mamba Sita, Vanessa, Vanessa going, you know, she going to stand up. So yes, and the fans, the, the, fans the fans are gonna support the family. So fans are not gonna fuck with Nike if that happens, but we'll see. Right. We'll see. Nah, uh, well, I don't know about that because then uh, listen, them next pair of Kobe's that drop from Nike, I'm copping eight pairs. <laughs> eight pairs. <laughs> I'm copping sure. eight. For sure. Those is gonna be those gonna be how them Kanye red Octobers was. How they how those going for like twenty Look, or fifty thousand on resale. The, 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 Kanye, Red Octobers, the Ben and Jerry's, the Grateful Dead, yeah. certain, certain yeah, sneakers the, uh, that you know, Travis definitely goes. go up for two thousand and better. Sheesh. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that's pretty much it. Uh, do, do you guys got anything? Roundtable, fourth quarter. Um, um, I think I get, let's touch on that. Let's touch on that uh, Mayweather fight next week because I want to embarrassment, embarrassment okay. to boxing, embarrassment. It, uh, it is. It is. I won't say embarrassment. No, I won't say it is. You know why? You know why I what? say that? Because due to the, I blame the clout era and social media yes. for this fight. We yes. would never see this fight in, in like in my heyday in the early two thousands. You would never see an untrained see, or a, a, this, a, 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 what I would call because he's not untrained. Uh, very 
Uh, let's let's get into it next season. week. He had yeah. about, uh, I think, a total of five fights facing a, a world champion. You would never see that. He would, right. he, would, he would literally have to be like the most overhyped boxer in the world but to get that fight. Because because of what you're saying is exactly why I think it's good for boxing. So let's get into oh, it next man. week. The fact that he's able to do that, I think this is about to open doors for some crazy good fights no. and listen. big money fights. But let's get All into I'm it next week. Shout out to the right. we already have one listen. Screen. I'm gonna shout out shout out All to right. the real boxers that work hard, that train Max. hard, that spent years, countless fights trying to be and, and make some of themselves to to reach a certain status. While you have YouTubers that come out of nowhere. And have a few fights, and now they're facing the world champion. All right, um, you guys got any last remarks? Anything else? Uh, rest in peace, Kobe. Again, uh, rest in peace, Kobe. Uh, I just want to shout out, uh, shout out Warren G. By having his uh, his son make the Buffalo Bills, you know, Elijah Griffin, hip hop royalty up in That's- the NFL. Uh, and that was undrafted, right? Yeah, that undrafted. was undrafted. That's amazing. Bless. Shout out to Blessings. Yes, sir. Blessings. I remember seeing his son in high school uh, years, years back. So to, to, to know that he made it, that's that's dope. That's dope. That's Real so quick, uh, I feel so old, bro. Oh, never mind. Huh. This is, this is, I was just going to say I feel old as far as like if you old, the I'm players ancient. that I – No, no, no. I'm saying like I, I got to get into it now, but – Players that I grew up watching, seeing, and now there's so many of their sons in the league, like J.C. Horn, uh, Joe Horn's son, Patrick Sertan. Uh, 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 it was another dude, another dude. It's, it's just a couple of dudes in the league. I think Anton Winfield Jr. is in the league. So just seeing those – and those – they dads wasn't players that I caught, like, the end of their career. I caught, like, the, Asante Samuel Jr., his son, is in the league. Oh, yeah. I seen these dudes whole – Careers and it's like, damn! Now your son at least so it's like, it's crazy. The new generation. I uh, just want to give, want to give a quick shout out to uh, this podcast is canceled. Uh, word on the street, uh, the cop podcast. Shout out the cop. You know, respect respect to the other podcast groups out there. Uh, see what you guys are doing. Good job. Good job. And. You know, everybody's out here making moves. So, yeah, I think that wraps it up. Um, So, Khalil, good to have you back next week, brother. Can't wait to smoke this Laker pack with with you on the thing, you know what I'm saying? Put down that 1942. Hey, put down that 1942. (laughs) Hey, he better go ask Brown. He better go knock on Brown Miami house and ask LeBron what's going on, you know. Because it may not be looking too good. <laughs> All right, that's go. That's go. Wrap us up. We appreciate you guys. Thank you so much again. This is episode eight. Khalil over there doing uh, orthopedic therapy right now on LeBron, trying to get that knee to a hundred percent. Oh Lord! Oh, Lord. All right. All right. <laughs> you know, anytime skin, anytime skin says something at the end, I I just shut up because that that's the out. That's the outro. I'm out. Tissue massages.